0: Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Caregivers Toolbox podcast. (laughs) We've done a couple of these in a row. The Caregivers Toolbox Podcast, giving you information and education on senior care topics. My name is Ryan McInnes. I am here with Janet. Janet, how are you today?
0: I am living the dream.
1: Living the dream, and uh, and I'll do my shameless plug. If you are interested in speaking, yeah, well, in me speaking for you. If you have, so you are a, a meeting planner, or you are somebody that needs uh, uh, speakers on a on a uh, on any type of basis. Um, you can reach me if you're interested in hiring me at, at com. And other than that, we're on to it. Now, today's a quick one. Today's like more of a PSA. Um, I don't think we're going to get too into this because then it will get a little preachy. But um, th- I was watching the news last night, and I have it up here. Just a small little organization called the World Health Organization. Who? who? Yeah, who? Yeah. <laughs> um, probably joke has been beat to death by millions of people. But, yeah. But... Um, New WHO guidelines recommend specific interventions for reducing the risk of cognitive decline and dementia. Basically, dementia isn't a a guarantee. It's something that can be um, reduced drastically.
0: Or delayed. Or delayed.
1: Um, People can reduce the risk of dementia by getting, call me crazy, regular exercise, not smoking, avoiding harmful use of alcohol, controlling their weight, eat, eating a healthy diet, and maintaining healthy blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar levels, according to new guidelines issued by the World Health Organization. So basically, everything that's the antithesis of what an American is, is what's, what we need to do to prevent dementia in this that's country. That's right. Uh, America, has, and I am, again, no... Skinny chicken here. America is addicted to their their booze, their tobacco, their burgers, and sitting on a couch watching the real wives of whatever city. That's right. So, um, you know, basically we need to be exercising more, we need to be healthy more.
0: Yeah, it it makes a difference. And, you know, it like we say, it's not that it's a guarantee. Um I had a grandmother who was very close to who had Alzheimer's but she was an Alzheimer's that made it to 96 and she walked to the store to get her quarter milk and she did all these other things and you know the longevity I am sure would not have gone to to 96 if she hadn't done so many things correctly if you will
1: In the next 30 years the number of people with dementia is expected to triple who director general Dr Uh, said we need to do everything we can to reduce our risk of dementia. The scientific evidence uh, gathered for these guidelines confirm what we have suspected for some time, that what is good for our heart is also good for our brain. And here's another thing that I'm I'm, I'm willing to bet a bottom dollar on is that getting eight eight hours of sleep would reduce your risk of dementia as well. Like My guess is, is that putting in sleep into that list would be a big one as well. Huge,
0: because one of the facts is that lack of the appropriate amount of sleep also has a direct correlation to weight
1: gain. Absolutely, and from what studies have have shown, they're realizing one of the benefits, clearly there is a benefit of sleep because we spend a third of our lives doing it, or we should be spending a third of our lives doing it. Every animal does it um, for the most part, and obviously in the... uh, the doggy dog world of the wildlife, you know, there's the nature is metal. There's nothing more <laughs> yeah. metal than nature when you watch some of these videos. So you imagine sleeping for eight hours out of your day or whatever it is. And that's a lot of hours to be snuck up on and, and killed and attacked and whatever. So it's clearly very important. And studies have shown that one of the things is that the plaque that is caused, that it causes Alzheimer's and dementia is cleared away when you get a full night's rest of sleep. Now, I, I, I'm not saying like you just, you get 12 hours of sleep and then all the plaques gone. No, I mean, no. it's obviously just like, it's just like exercise. It's better to do two miles every single day than doing mm-hmm. 10 miles once a month. I mean, the consistency yeah. of getting exercise is better than just one burst.
0: And also getting into... A deep sleep is a point at which your brain kind of shuts your body off, and allows all the little connectors to reorganize themselves or find new paths. Where you know the, this road's getting tired, it will it'll rewire itself to some degree, and you have to be in a deep state of sleep to have that happen.
1: So here's here's a hypothetical question for you, right? So this is this is this is getting a little deep, but here's a question. We just did a podcast a couple podcasts ago about the issue that we're having with basically healthcare is running out of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the government does not have the money to sustain Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security and among, among other things ongoing or, or for right now with the way that taxes are. We're not getting into how to fund that. But here's a question. If, we're, if the government is caring for us in our old age and paying for us, to have a bed to sleep in and to have food to eat, water to drink, heat to warmth us. Food, clothing, and shelter. And and care in the forms of nurses and aides and things like that. And they're paying, you know, billions of dollars a year. Should the government or does the government have the right, if you will, or have, maybe the right is not the right word, but the expectation to mandate us to eat healthy, exercise, and to...
0: Yeah, I don't think we should be encouraged to abuse ourselves and then expect the <laughs> yeah. government to being, take care My point of
1: of being us. is should we be banning burgers and pizza and fries and soda and alcohol? Because all, these are all things, and maybe we have to, if you buy more than 50 – uh, gallons of gas, uh, uh, a quarter, then you get taxed even more because you're not riding your bicycle enough because these are the things that apparently are causing. So we, we see in, we see in, um, in places like the Netherlands and in Europe in Portugal and Italy and France and Germany, Germans love their beer and their brats nothing healthy about that the the french the french
0: love their pastries and the cheese cheese.
1: and the portugal loves their pastries as well and and italians love their cheese and their pasta and, and carbs are bad for you right and and you look over in in japan and china they love their their fish and their sushi and their their all these all these things but you know what the difference is is that those in my opinion those countries have large metropolitan areas that are based off of walking and wagons. Yep. You're talking about the times where where there was the the idea of having a motorized anything was absolutely out of the spectrum of of anybody but maybe Leonardo da Vinci's head. (laughs) And the best thing you had was a couple horses attached to a wagon.
0: Well, even in this country, everybody had to take gym. P.E. Yeah. And it, you didn't have to be the star football player or whatever, but everybody had to have
1: gym. Yeah, but I guess the point that I'm getting at is, is that is that like I went over to visit my aunt and uncle in Portugal a couple of years ago, as you remember, and we lost eight pounds mm-hmm. just by walking.
0: I did the same thing you on know? a trip to – yep.
1: And, and just because it was – it was, it was, there was absolutely no reason why you wouldn't just walk everywhere because the weather was nice. The city is completely meant to be walkable because mm-hmm. it's, the city's been there for hundreds of years, you know, thousands of years or whatever it's been. Um, so, you know, I, it, it, to me, it goes back to like, you know, I think it's the Netherlands or it's Amsterdam or Amsterdam's in the Netherlands. All right. I'm showing you a little bit of my ignorance here. Oh, well, but. They're known for riding their bikes everywhere. Like people don't have cars over there. They have a bus pass and then they have bikes. And unless that's changed, unless the culture has been more Americanized in recent years, you know, going back to it's better to to get two miles of running every day than getting 10 miles once a month. It's, it just proved that we walked six or seven miles a day. We didn't sweat a lot. We weren't drenched in sweat, panting over going. Oh, yeah, you weren't you're running just, a marathon. You're, you're slowly active, and then all of a sudden, your body says, "Oh man, we need. We're burning more. Ca- we're burning more calories, boys. You know, t- turn on the engines." And then all of a sudden, your 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 fat is being used for fuel to keep you going right. throughout the day. And so maybe that's kind of that. I think that's one of the underlying problems we have. Like I live in Medford, Massachusetts, and even in Medford, it's like. It doesn't feel that walkable. It's not like a walkable, even though it is walkable, it doesn't feel walkable right. because the, the streets are big. There's plenty of parking everywhere, you know, all yeah. this stuff when, you know, hey, listen. we. we...
0: Well, you know, I, I, I laugh, too, because every once in a while I'll watch, um, uh, what is it, House Hunters International or something. Yeah. And I like those shows because like at show. the beginning they're looking and at the end they've come up with something. Well, the things you see over and over and over is how, especially if it's Americans that are going to Italy, to whatever, they can't get over how small the refrigerator is. Mm-hmm. And there's no two- and three-car garages. Most of them, there are no garages at all. And they have smaller fridges because they buy what they need and they buy fresh and it's only there for a few days. Mm-hmm. You know, you you watch a house hunter different show around here and someone has a refrigerator the size of a bedroom closet you know for all their frozen processed foods and you know all this fancy stuff and who's the healthier person you know the bigger fridge doesn't mean you have more healthy food it means you have the capacity to throw out more food
1: you know and so it says in this article that a uh that it is expected by 2030 which is crazy that we're almost at 2030 we're at 2020 next year so in in basically 10 years the the uh the cost of caring for people um is going to be two trillion dollars a year annually um i assume since this is the world the world health organization that two trillion is worldwide i assume that's not uh that's not i would hope that's not um United States, concerning just Massachusetts, yeah. <laughs> I was, so I was, oh. yeah. Um, but it's obviously going to be a huge amount of, of money, so it's something to think about. And and one of the things that I would say, and this is preachy, but I'm going to say in any ways, is like I had a friend that was really obese, and he was talking about the cost. You know, how much is it going to cost to uh, hire a trainer or hire a nutritionist or whatever it might be and i said to him what is the cost if you don't do it because at some point in time you're going to need to get your knees replaced you're too big of a boy at some point in time mm-hmm. something's going to happen that you're going to need to pay a 2 or 3000 dollar copay on something or more depending on what your insurance is pay
0: now pay later and
1: you know what it's it's going to be cheaper to adopt the habits that save you a huge amount of money in the the, the, the down the road and so when you think about it like mm-hmm. this is spending fifty bucks a month on a a, a coach and an app or whatever it costs is going to look like peanuts when you have to pay it's thirty thousand dollars long haul. for yeah. whatever copay or whatever happens. Um, down the road, you know, because private home care is not cheap, and nor is assisted living, nor is nursing home. So, anyways, um, it's something to think about. Check it out, look it up. Just, just do who, um, and then dementia, and you'll uh, see it under the news if you click on Google. But it is looking more and more like that our lifestyle is not going to cooperate with you know. It's cancer, stroke, heart disease, dementia. There you're for if you're over forty-five and you don't smoke. One of those things is going to get you. Yeah. One of those things is going to more than likely be the cause of your your death, and the healthier you are, the more better food you eat, and the uh, uh, the, the less you you get into vices of smoking and drinking and tobacco, yep. the better it's going to help your brain, your heart, and your veins and your whole body.
0: So your well being.
1: That's our PSA for today. <laughs> thank you very much for listening, Janet. Thank you for your opinion and your stories, and we will catch you all. all next time. Have a great. Day.